This is Big Man Tyrone, and you're about to watch the MTG Cabal cast with your hosts, Wood, Thirsty, and Reptar. Sub to us on all your podcast networks at MTG Cabal Cast and YouTube. All right, guys, as promised, here is our special uh, bonus episode pending the BNR announcement yesterday. Yep. Uh, I guess I'll get us started off. I didn't think Splinter Twin was going to come off the ban list, and I'm going to shoot myself for saying this, but I, for now, Wizards kind of got this one right. Never going to acknowledge that statement after this. Never again. Anyways, your thoughts? Uh, I don't like that they got a bridge from below as opposed to something like Alter. Uh, there's a good point made a couple weeks ago when people were amusing about banning bridge and the the negative feedback on a bridge ban was that you are banning other graveyard decks from working with the graveyard in a different way than they were before Hogak by banning bridge there is no other bridge deck in the format I agree that Alter was the correct hit and I think it's interesting that in their announcement today they said uh, they they identified cards that were problems, mm-hmm. and it was literally Hogak, Altar, and Bridge, and only one of those got banned. The one that was not from a new set. Yes, it's also interesting. Uh, I I think design space wise, Altar kind of restricts you from incidental synergies that you can print. Correct. It's it's it will eventually reach the point of birthing pot. Yes. Maybe not that bad, but where it's like, look, we have to be mindful of this when we're designing sets. Yeah. I'm... And you know, I think that's that's kind of the issue, and I think that what we may see is, you know, financially, obviously, that those cards are going to tank. Uh, I think the opportunity here is honestly probably in foils of altar, mm-hmm. because that card, as you picked a couple weeks ago, is buoyed by edh largely yes so i think that's a really good opportunity financially to get in and just be like hey these pieces are crashing right now Uh, you know what i'll pick up a couple absolutely i'll Um, I'll grab them nobody has asked what happens with alter now everybody has been asking what do we do with hogak yeah how do we make that card playable nobody's looking at alter right now so yes absolutely that is not the the way to go um i did point out this morning when we were talking about okay what is more ridiculous to have in the format bridge or alter i pointed out that sutured ghoul is still in the format and you can still yep. mill somebody out with an infinitely large suture ghoul with a yeah. few odds and ends that are already in modern you just need to dump your graveyard into your sorry your library into your graveyard fast enough yeah i mean stitcher supplier still exists in this format which synergizes pretty well uh with alter so mm-hmm. you know there's there's still plenty of ways for it to be abused yes and you know that's kind of Something that I think they may have missed here. Yeah. Long term. Oh. Uh, yeah. I, I w- I'm, I'm good with a, a banning for graveyard shenanigans for now, especially with the Mythic Championship coming up. I was more disappointed in uh, a lack of action on other formats. Yeah. I, uh, I was talking to, you know, some friends today, and actually it was kind of, you know, we, we all echoed the sentiment of both Karn and narset need to be restricted in vintage Mm -hmm. because you you can't have one of those unrestricted you have to restrict them both yeah because if you don't 
the meta just becomes the one that isn't restricted. Yeah, and it's not like it's just shops playing Karn, because you can't actually get the bonus of a workshop to play Karn. You do yeah. get everybody plays Talarian Academy, though, except yeah. for Dredge. So it, it's not like both a single deck can't have access to both. They can and they do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I think that's something that we'll see eventually, and I, I still firmly believe that foil Narsets are too cheap at $30. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, 30, 40, whatever. I just don't think that it should be a four of in vintage or a, realistically a two of. You're not going to play more than that. Yeah, yeah. No, I but uh, I, I am hesitant to pick either of those foils up, except Narset I'm a little less hesitant on. But, yeah. Yeah, in, in a more than one copy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand that. Uh, I think the the next BNR we'll see uh, is probably going to have a little bit more substance to it in regards to uh, a modern shakeup. I don't. Yeah. I don't think this was m- meant to shake up the format. How many weeks before a PT? Because this is what they wanted to avoid exactly by changing the BNR schedule, and then they changed the Mythic Championship schedule so that one would fall directly after a BNR. So this yep. might just be the calm before the storm, and we still might see some more things come and go in modern. Um, so there, there's we still can hold out hope for our our, our long time bays to come off the list. Though they'll never let pot off, which is yeah, crying shame. Uh, rip. Yeah. Uh, I think interestingly, the biggest financial implications actually came from. I'm going to choose my words carefully. Okay. The genetic mass in charge of EDH as a format. Yes. Um, <laughs> the the banning of engine, which you know, whatever, fine, say what you will, doesn't matter. I think the card was fine. Other people don't. But uh, the banning of that obviously had huge implications. Mm-hmm. Also, the unbanning of painter servant. We saw grindstone and painter servant explode. Yes. Obviously. Uh, the thing is, I, it's not going to reach the level of exposure that Engine had. I don't think, like, yeah, both of those cards will go up a little bit higher. And honestly, the Masterpieces will be floated by quite a bit because they were already Legacy and Cube. And now we also have EDH to worry about. Yes. I think the thing that's worth looking out for is, you know, in, in the metas where Paradox Engine was absurd, uh, Flash now becomes one of the best strategies. So hmm. if you want to go after, like, foil copies of Flash, you know, foil Japanese copies, what have you, I, you know, at, at one point that card was $40 because we had a GP that never existed. Uh, nobody talks about it, yep. but it was there. And I, I think we could see, especially the foils, easily reach like 20 bucks. It's the only foil printing of a card in an awful master set. Yeah, and I, I don't imagine that card gets, is going to be printed that often. It does one thing and one thing only, and it's put Protean Hulk into play. Yeah, and, you know, that by extension, Protean Hulk suddenly becomes an even more viable card, which seems to be reprint proof price-wise. Um, I mean, we're yeah. still sitting at, you know, four or five bucks. For the non-foils, which is 
pretty good. It did spike once in Modern, but I forgot why. There was the rumor of the, a Bubble Hulk deck in Modern with foot. It wasn't the footsteps of the Gorio version. It was something else, Goofy. Oh, yeah, I can't remember. It, it was a flash-in-the-pan deck. Protean Hulk spiked, like, doubled overnight, and then yeah. it just came tumbling down. Because the deck wasn't real. Yeah, it, yeah exactly. It, it's, you know, that... It's interesting because as much as Sheldon talks about, you know, not wanting finance to be a factor or everything else, and for those of you that haven't seen it, uh, and we'll post a link up, Sheldon posted his philosophy document for the format. Oh, yeah. The... <laughs> and it is choice. Cannot recommend you check it out enough. But uh, that's that's pretty much it for the wrap-up on my end. Yeah. Uh, uh, the only thing... I got I... host, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, I oddly didn't. I, I had a, enough Paradox engines, but not too many. Uh, that's a card I've been pushing for a while. I, people who've been floating in, uh, in our Discord for a while and, and uh, who read our Twitter feed know that i recognize that card as a 50 dollar card a year oh, yeah. or two ago but now with this yeah. banning there's no way it's just going to go the way of um profit of crew, fi crew fix and maintain a couple dollar uh, price tag just because you might be able to do something stupid with it in an internal format where uh, artifacts are choice um the one thing i did note this morning at about 11 30 uh, a.m was that you could still buy painter servants uh, set non-foil for about $12 on TCG Player. There were a number of them there. And CK yeah. had raised their buy list floor to $10 cash, $13 trade. So if you're able to get in or you're wondering whether or not this is going to be a sustainable price moving forward, the immediate increase of buy list uh, reflects an immediate increase in sales on their end or maybe sales overnight or expected uh, sale volume. So this is probably a card that's going to hold somewhere around fifteen or so dollars for the future. I don't know what Grindstone's going to do. The the legacy deck is four and four, but it's not even tier two. You have dedicated shortcake players or yeah. like the even weirder people who play mono blue painters uh painted stone. And it shows up probably in the same numbers of percentages as Belcher does. But if for whatever reason something else gets printed that makes that deck much more viable, then those cards are going to go to the moon and never come back. Yeah. Uh, that's that's that. So if you have your one copy for EDH, awesome. If you were ever thinking that you might be the kind of person who would play Painter, Servant, Grindstone, and Smuggler's Copter in Legacy, then you should probably move in on uh, these pieces before they go. And if this deck does ever pick up in popularity in Legacy, that's when you'll see those weird things like Smuggler's Copter, go up for some insane reason because that deck has no card filtering otherwise. Yeah. But uh, that's it. It was a lot of reading today to see what people thought about the modern format, uh, suggested Hogak licks, uh, lists. Matt Sperling has an article up. I think there is an article up on Star City Premium that I might talk about so, the yeah. banning, but I don't know if there are deck lists in there. And this is definitely a time where if you are in certain parts of the Hogak deck and you just think you're not going to play it, you can probably still get out at a decent price. If you're holding bridges, you might be safe because Lord knows what will happen in Legacy and Vintage over time. There was... Uh, I'll have to find it. Someone posted a... And this has appeared multiple times for those of you that have been paying attention. The 5-0 Hogak deck from Legacy. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey... 
Manguchi has a video up on channel. I think uh, it was last week. I didn't watch it because I didn't really care. But somebody was explaining to yeah. me at the at the pre-release that basically plays like Dredge plus Hogak. All right, fine. You do mm -hmm. you. Man. Yeah. But, Power to you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but all said in total, this is not a huge B and R. Usually we see something that's a little more format warping, but this Hogak banning kind of unlocks the format. But everything was. Everything that was pushed down by Hogak is poised to return, but there shouldn't be a huge bump in things like Chalice of the Void. People should have been playing those already against Hogak. Yeah. Um, if for whatever reason Karn and Mycosynthitis were uh, held down, were depressed because of Hogak, and no London Mulligan and Moto, then we might see those rise, but those cards are already out of speculation range. I don't oh, know yeah. if there's a lot to go to go in on right now unless you're thinking that maybe phoenix or storm plus aria of flame yeah is going to pick up um or the urza deck is uh the i'm watching him play inspiring saffron Vantage. no 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 gabe the uh, uh he oh has yeah, a video yeah yeah of uh an urza deck with inspiring vantage no not uh inspiring statuary the one that gives yeah, all your non artifact spells convoke yeah there's definitely some potential in that deck, and if that gets unlocked because of uh, Hogak and it starts putting a 5-0s, you're going to want to look at some low-hanging fruit there for the uh, financial game. But Yeah, for sure. Otherwise, that's it for me and, the, and what happened today. Yeah, I that's, you know, about it for me as well. There's nothing major, you know. It's weird that the main financial effect here is EDH, but hey. Yeah. <laughs> It's a format, as I've said, it's a format driven by casuals. No offense to anyone that plays it, and casuals drive the market. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, it, it, it remains uh, that sticking point of if you're doing finance and you're not paying attention to EDH, you're doing yourself a, a great disservice. Yeah, Cause even for sure. At, even at hours late, we were still able to pick up on, uh, we were still able to pick up Scarecrows for under 10 for, sorry, uh, under CK credit numbers and arbitrage yeah. immediately, like. EDH financiers don't move fast. There's definitely uh, yeah, there's plenty there. So, but uh, that's uh, that's it for me on this. Uh, we will be delayed this week, as we mentioned, because we'll both be in Detroit. Yep. Otherwise, we'll be on our normal schedule next week. Uh, uh, no, I will be flying back from the New York Stacks Exchange. Ah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So we'll be delayed for the next. A uh, month and a half because it's on and off GPs. Yeah, pretty much I, for yeah. both of us. Vegas, the Gen Con, everything—it's it's, going to be rough. Minneapolis, yep. Yeah, it'll be a whirlwind time for the two of us. But uh, you guys will definitely get some uh, inter interesting hot takes as we go. The takes will get hotter yeah. and the picks will be spicier. I'm sure of it. Oh yeah, for sure. And I, I also this uh, for those of you that aren't in the Discord, we have an AMA channel now, which gives you live access to us on like. GP weekends, this will be the first time that both of us will be at a GP, and I will be at an American vendor, and you will be for a Canadian vendor. Yes. So I think it'll be interesting to see the different business approaches and how those play out. So. Oh, absolutely, yeah. That'll be an interesting time, for sure. Yeah. But as always, I am at Halt, I am Reptar. At Thirsty Sizzler. We are at MTGB Cobalcast on Twitter and Patreon, and we will... See you guys next week. Yep, sounds good. Catch you guys later.